What happens, happens. We can also what talk happens? about the fallout of our, our meeting a little bit, give kind of a little bit of an update. Ooh, yes, we let's set talk off about a thermonuclear bomb. <laughs> hot stuff. <laughs> very hot and very aggressive, wavy stuff happening. Ooh, disrupting really, stuff. really wiggly everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. On a very small scale. Riding these aggressive waves to our demise as a civilization. <laughs> My waves are bigger than your waves. Not make this a wave measuring competition. No, uh, big wave is gross. Oh, those are those are that was a big wave. Yeah. Would you look? I, I'm at an angle where I can't see the waves. Well, you or a digital representation of the waves. Although I have, I, I've seen enough of wave. waves over the last couple. I think my years, waves, are so the I'm best, fine. Though. I mean, different sound profiles and whatnot. <laughs> Timbers and intonations. Yep. Are you saying my timbre is different than yours? I wish. Yes. Isn't that the isn't that like the Trade Federation guy from episode two? Um Tam, Wat Tambor. Yep. He's the guy that has like the, the, the dial that makes yeah, you so go it's, into dubstep. It's kind dubstep. of funny that that's his name because he's got these goofy sound things he uses to talk. Turns out sometimes they aren't that creative with Star Wars names. They named the big serious bad general General Grievous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh stuff like so it's like it's not never been particularly deep. No. There, there's a depth to it in like some of the nuance of the story, but like we're gonna name this character a thing that kind of just describes him. <laughs> yep. Well, what was the? There wasn't there one character who was like Newt Gunray, evil. There were like, several characters that were evil. No, I mean like his Sidious? name was evil. Darth Sidious. No, Morello Evil. Oh, from the Clone Wars. There was also um, Savage Opress. Yep, <laughs> who was oppressively savage. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, bet you never saw that coming. That evil morals or whatever guy. Yep. He, oh yeah. He from was from where Obi Wan goes undercover. Yeah. To prevent. Palpatine from getting assassinated, which he should have just gone along with. Mm. In hindsight. In hindsight. <laughs> and point Oops. and yeah, point is that they don't get very creative. They 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 took the most jarring character and named him Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of our uh, conversation in the group chat earlier today, which. Mm. I, yeah, that was a good conversation. I posted, I posted a Bionicles meme, knowing <laughs> oh, very little about one. Bionicles, not knowing that two of the men in the chat are avid Bionicles fans. I am aware that there is deep lore to the Bionicles. There is very just, deep lore. I just kind of missed out on it in 2002. I did get the I can original... lend you the comics. Ooh, we should do an episode on that someday, the hey. Bionicle comics. Wow. Actually, I'm missing a few of the original series, so oh, I'd have to find no. those. But you might find them at Paradox. I don't know. I feel, I feel, I feel like the um, early 2000s were good for franchises with deep lore. Because you had Halo has pretty deep lore. And then Bionicles. What else is there? I mean, Twilight. Well, that wasn't what? Really, <laughs> that wasn't the early 2000s. That was like 20 teens. I, I feel like the books came out significantly earlier. Hmm. Well, yeah, sure. Any, <laughs> um, I had Potter. I, I did get... The original uh, Kopaka or Kopaka, however they pronounce the white guy. 
white the guy. snow guy. Oh, okay. With the oh, snowman. Cracking oh, open from ice uh, cold Hunger Games. Beers. Yes, that guy. <laughs> the President one? Snow. <laughs> oh, right. Cracking open an ice cold Have one you guys done boys. Hunger Games on this podcast? We have not done the not. Hangry Gamay. I could probably do that one. Not right now. No. But I did read it. I read all three books, enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed I the first and the second, and the, the third first one two was movies. terrible. I stopped liking sucks. the main character. Why don't we just talk one. about that? No. Why not? Because I don't remember everything. Right, but you've seen it. I've seen the first movie, and Nathan's read all the books. And I've right, read but all it's, the books. But there's, there's an element of having it in my brain to think about. Fresh. I haven't thought about it in a while. Fresh. That's why we rewatched Oh Brother. I suppose. It's like I, I could yeah. tell you what happens, but like I wouldn't appreciate. I'll put all it the, on the list. The, the details. Sure. It's going on the list. I think we brought it up at one point, but we weren't sure if we could dive into it enough. But at this point, we just need stuff to freaking talk about, you know? We do. <laughs> now, I do think the first Hunger Games had like the most interesting things to say about media. And how things are presented and information and stuff like that. But the rest of them kind of became a little soap opera-y with like generic teenage rebel stuff going on in the background that yeah. was common. I mean, just the YAF trend is it's pretty cut and dried. Let's, yeah. Copy and paste plots. Right, because that one is barely indistinguishable from Divergent, which is barely, which is not that much different from Maze Runner, which is not that much different from Ender's Game. It's just mm-hmm. the, not, not Ender's Game. Well, I meant, like, I meant um, the other game one, Ready Player One. Yeah, there's just some like the vibe of just we're teenage rebels and we're the <laughs> the old people are oppressing people. all of us. Old people are oppressive. <laughs> Um, I'm laughing at what James audibly wrote on the computer. With his keyboard, definitely audibly wrote. <laughs> uh, Don't tell him what it is. No. <laughs> internal documents, not for distribution. Not. Hey, speaking of internal documents, you should listen to this. What? I, I, I want you to listen to this. What are you playing? I'm going to put it in there. Are you ASMRing on my cold, good and holy podcast? <laughs> he it's did so- it. <laughs> See, it sounds like I made it myself. <laughs> it It sounds like you dropped your phone in the water. Nope. <laughs> well, close to it. I was boiling noodles. <laughs> So you re- you recorded and I recorded the boiling of the noodles because like this sounds funny. I should record it for James. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> put it on the podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to like bleep the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody deserves to hear. Oh that. man, that's yeah. funny. Oh, that was good. Oh man, we don't have the right kind of microphones to uh, have the God. greatest effect for it. <laughs> Like Ugh. like those ones that are shaped like a head and the microphones are like in the, the ears. Binaural. binaural. Yeah. <laughs> there was my my first exposure to that kind of a headphone or, or recording scenario was the bonus features for the Monsters Inc. DVD that we had. Oh yeah. Because it was like, oh, they were showing off all of their 
uh, Foley stuff and all of how they were doing the sound capture and all the behind the scenes stuff. And one of the things they did was like, well, we recorded things for the surround sound using binaural headphones. And so there was this little bonus feature thing where um, the John Goodman and um, uh, Mike Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal just ran around the thing saying, hey, I'm in your left ear. <laughs> <laughs> Binaural microphones seem really cool, but then when you realize it, like you can recreate a similar effect just by having two microphones facing away from each other on a left and right track and you have the same effect. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh, obviously. Well, that's how they used to record things back on the days of tape. They would purposefully record things in left and right so that you could take off you could just shut off the right or the left if you just wanted to listen to a certain part of the music you know what's more like what um I it was just to make a more engaging headphone similarly annoying experience. to mm-hmm. me as well that too asmr is but not quite on the same level because that's deep burning passion within but um is when ads the oh aren't i so clever ads like, like, hey, don't on, touch that skip button. Right. Well, there's this one where it's like, hey, if you don't want to listen to an ad, we're going to play a jingle. So take out your right earphone. But joke's on them. I can only listen with one earphone in at work. <laughs> so I'm still stuck listening to the entire ad. But it is set it up so on like the one channel is like a little jingle. And they're like, okay, you can put your other headphone in because the ad's over. It's like, screw you. The jingle is still part of the ad. I know how this crap works. <laughs> it's like, oh, aren't we so clever? No. No, you're not. See, maybe that's what we should do in this podcast is like fill out James's list of slappable offenses. <laughs> the top 10 things James okay. can slap you for. Number okay, four will 10. shock you. Here we you. go. What's uh, number 10? So is that number 10? Well, or? I'd, I'd have to like compile the list and then rank them, which Ugh. some things I feel like it'd have to be more like a penal code because... Um, Ew. Well, no. Uh, where it's like things are different levels. Like you have your misdemeanors and felonies and like major crimes. And so like proportionate number of like full strength slaps to the face as like proportionate punishments. And just kind of have, you know, laws that or, or slapping slappable offenses that fit into those categories by order of severity. That's kind of how I would do it. Hmm. That's what I've, I've had this in my brain for like years at this point. I just need to sit down and write okay, it. Okay, just, just write, write it down. down right now on no, the computer. It's like it's, Do it. No. Do it now. No, no, no. It's something I think I should pre- pre- like compile and then present at a later date. Well, pause like, do the a podcast. Full... Quick. Pause it now. <laughs> no. You should like do a full like video where you're and... in a suit and like tie and you have the papers at like a podium. And you're like, ladies I... and gentlemen, I'm here <laughs> declaring the new my law fellow of the Americans. <laughs> Pause. Okay, no. you have a nice big wave there for you to pause at. You can just pause right there. Uh-huh. See? Do you see it? He says audibly pointing at the waveforms in Audacity. Should, um, I, I mean, pause it. We, are, we don't really have a topic today, but we're the Palladian Papists. Pause it! I'm James. I'm Nathan. Pause it! I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I gave you another one. Um... You're just going to be blowing out your own ears when you listen back to this. Later. Yep, I am. And but your it's wife. okay. Well, 
I'll tell her to not listen to it. <laughs> Have you ever seen like the meme where the uh, husband has like headphones over the pregnant wife's belly and he's like, she thinks I'm playing Mozart and it's something else entirely? Yeah, yeah. Do that with the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the kid's going to hear enough of our voices in utero, in utero that it'll probably have a similar effect. Which is to announce on the podcast that, hey. Oh, right. Yeah. That's congratulations, you twos. Oh, the... are we putting that on the podcast now? Are we? I think that's uh, the first thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Are you We're... cool with that? Yeah. Well, it's too late now. Well, I mean, I can edit this out. Uh, the two have become three, but there's still two. So you're sticking with it? We're just going to leave it in? Uh, let me ask my wife. Okay. Hey, if Faith, it's is still this okay? In now, if there wasn't a cut, then... She said, oh, it's, it's okay. Okay, we'll just move on. <laughs> uh, we don't really have a topic for this episode because Riley is gone. And uh, we called John last minute and we're like, hey, what movies topic. have we all seen or things have we all done that we can all talk about with reasonable clarity? And there was none. <laughs> so I guess because I need to stick to form, this will be the premiere of the Saltcast bumper, everyone. Ooh, no are, are we doing a full salt cast? We can. I think we should find something to rant about and christen the salt cast. Okay. Salt cast warning. Salt cast warning. Salt cast warning. Salt cast warning. Like, well, this bumper has been sitting since I made all of the bumpers, like, a and year and a half ago. It is, by far, the best of the bumpers. Yes. So, what are we going to rant about today, boys? Oh, no. Okay. Um, well, we can easily rant about the... Um... You've got your slappable offenses. I've... You know what? Let's talk about Marvel Phase 4. No, I don't know anything about that. You haven't seen it? No. I mean, I've got other M locked and loaded at all times. I can always talk <laughs> about how about much... As something to... Yes. But like I'm, I'm like the rant guy here. You are the rant guy, but I have things I can rant about too. You know, true. Well, but I what can do you rant, rant about, about? Star- Disney Star Wars all day. But we did an episode on that. We can- no, like we talked, we talked about the the sequel See, we, we <laughs> touched on it in passing because why bother with a ten foot stick? Um, exactly. But since then, uh, one. What if kind of mess ooh, and a mediocre show have happened? So. I have an idea. What? What if we each picked our own thing to rant about and we're given like fifteen minutes? No, not even ten minutes. Okay. To rant about it, and sure. then we take turns. And we um, switch off. All right. So I guess let's set the timer. Okay, I'm pulling up a timer. <laughs> this is a new format, folks. We're experimenting right now. Dude, get the timer. We, we had like a whole business meeting this last weekend about how we can improve the podcast. And we never right? once mentioned. We never once mentioned the salt cast. But here it is, folks. Um, <laughs> we uh, are looking at ways to develop the format a little bit and uh, and uh, some additions to content. Stay tuned. Timer. Yes. Ten minutes. That's one minute. Okay, it's there we ten go. Ten minutes. There we okay, go. who's All going right. first? Uh, let's let's give Nathan another M. He seems the most ready to go. I mean, I've 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 All got right, that locked and loaded. Uh, ready to start. And Nathan Rant. Okay, so Metroid Other M came out in 2011, no, in 2010 for the Nintendo Wii. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes place between the events of Super and Fusion, um, two decent games in the series, uh, Super being my favorite. It picks up directly after the events of Super, where uh, at the end of that game, there's the whole thing where you fight the Mother Brain, but then Mother Brain turns into Mother Dinosaur, and she shoots <laughs> a beam at you, and you get all, oh no, I'm all can't do anything and then like baby metroid from your friend from metroid 2 who got big now and is also still your friend because you're kind of his mom he grabs uh listen to our metroid's mom episode if you want to recap on or this. just that one check the wiki uh anyway <laughs> so uh the baby uh the baby grabs uh mother brain's face drains her energy and then transfers energy back to samus and she wakes up all like oh uh, uh, I'm 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 alive again. That thank you, baby. But then baby gets blasted by Mother Brain Rainbow Beam. Brought to you by Monster Energy Drink. <laughs> and so th- then then she blows up uh, um, Mother Brain and goes off onto some recovery spaceship, and it's all all good, all all fine. Mm-hmm. The only thing is the baby's dead, so Samus is sad. Mm-hmm. Oh, not the baby. Not the baby. So. No. Um, one obnoxious tutorial thing later, and then she's flying away in her spaceship, being sad because the baby is dead. The baby. She lands. She gets a distress signal. Um, <laughs> the distress signal. The kind of distress signal it is. It's called a baby's cry because it's supposed to draw attention to. Oh no. But, because that's what. What else a distress signal supposed to do? Anyway, so she flies <laughs> to get the the, the, the bottle ship. <laughs> Lands on the bottle ship and meets... Is this a real Nintendo game? It is very much a real Nintendo game. Oh, no. (laughs) So she she lands on the bottle ship and finds um, her old CO from when she was in the army, uh, Adam Malkovich, who is apparently a brilliant, amazing strategist. And Russian. And a very, very cool guy. And very, very not annoying. And he's like, and she's like, hey, da- uh, daddy, I mean, daddy, I mean, um, uh, Adam, <laughs> uh, I- I'm here to, I'm here to help. What's going on? And she's like, oh, we got a stress signal from this place and we got to find survivors and stuff. She's like, okay, can we, can we work with you? Da- I mean, da- uh, uh, Adam. And he's like, oh, okay, but uh, you got to turn off all of your weapons and follow my commands very strictly. You are not authorized to use any of your things. That sounds awfully specific. You are not... <laughs> Right that so so your your missiles your higher beams your your air conditioning in your suit no shut it all down uh, and so she's like yes yes daddy I mean yes sir uh, and so she's like oh but I'm still sad because the baby is dead so anyway I'm gonna go I, explore and I have no guns and my suit I'm, is very feeling very warm <laughs> anyway I'm going to explore this ship but only the doors that Adam opens for me because I'm a a uh, an obedient little uh, soldier girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh-huh. As you explore, you find out that, oh, this is a cloning facility making bioweapons. Okay, and I thought these... this was going a very different direction. Continue. <laughs> and this cloning facility full of bioweapons is full of creatures from the planet Zebus, the super Metroid planet. Zebus. Zebus. Zebus so, Amogus. <laughs> so she explores for a bit, and Adam's like, okay, you can use this now, and she, she yeah, I can shoot the, the ice beam. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, you find one of your compa- compadres uh, dead. It's like, oh no, somebody has killed him. There is a a some an imposter Amogus. Amogus. <laughs> there is oh, no. someone here who was sent to wipe everybody out. I'm going to call him the, the the leader because that is the lamest name I could come up with. <laughs> the, wow. There's also a tiny little fluffy white bird. 
like a little little tiny fluffy white bird who shows up. She's like, hey, look, I'm going to point out and monologue about how that little bird makes me feel. Does that like have any relevance to anything that happens? Anyway, so, so, so <laughs> the next place Samus goes is the, it, next set, later Samus goes to like the um, hot area because there's a hot area, and you Naturally. walk into the hot area and take hot. damage, but you take damage <laughs> and you go through the hot area because you don't have your uh, air conditioning on in your suit For because reasons. Adam told you to turn it off and you're not turning it on because that would be the smart thing to do. Yeah, don't use that air so conditioning. So you explore the lava place until you climb a tall volcano thing and are knee-deep in lava, about to fight a lava creature, and Adam calls on the radio and is like, Oh, hey, uh, Samus, you might want to turn the AC back on in your suit. <laughs> you might burn up. And I'm oh. like, well, Yes, thing! <laughs> okay, oh, so after more exploring, you find one of the survivors. Her name is... Uh, she calls herself Madeline Bergman. She was the head scientist of the weapons thing. It's like, oh, making weapons out of living things is not a cool thing. So I, I was, I'm all scared and sad because everyone's trying to kill me. And, she's, and Sam was like, don't worry. I'm not trying to kill you. And then um, you have a fight with a guy in a forklift because it's the deleter in a forklift. Andrew's worst nightmare. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you blow up the forklift, but the deleter escapes. Oh, man. Uh, not before uh, killing somebody else. There's also an encounter where you find, like, the control room, and you go into the control room, uh, or the control room area, and then, like, you get attacked by a giant lizard creature with, like, white uh, down feather fur on its back. Because the reptilians are controlling everything. Well, it's, it's a big... Space it's a, Pope reptilian. <laughs> so you got a purple reptile trying to, trying to eat you, and it's got... And you, you fight it off, and it flies away, and she's like, oh, that was freaky. Oh, look, there's the empty husk of the tiny white bird that was unimportant. Anyway, uh, so she she does some more exploring, and there's some more, like, m fake mystery about, like, oh, who's the deleter? It's not that soldier whose name I f totally remember. Plot twist. He died. It was the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know the actual plot twist about the bird? What? <laughs> you go into, eventually, you go into, like, the depths of the fire area because there's, like, a big thing trying to blow up the reactor, and... Uh, down from a hole in the ceiling that you blow open with your finally allowed missiles uh, is Ridley. Oh. He, because that's what the creature was evolving into. Oh. You want to know how Samus responds to seeing Ridley for the first time well, after killing him on Zebus? The pizza is aggressive. She uh, has a <laughs> mental breakdown where she reduces visually into a small child. What? What? What do you mean, what? This makes perfect sense. What? <laughs> this is, what? Do you is... mean to tell me you have not read the 2004 Zero Mission manga tie-in that was only released in Japan? And <laughs> where it, it clearly is... explains the context for why Samus would have a mental breakdown at seeing Ridley? This is approaching Neon Genesis um, her levels of reasoning here. Oh, it's, it's worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about I've got two minutes two left, minutes. and I'm not halfway done. I can't even start ranting. Better get to ranting. What happens. Anyway, so uh, after you uh, fight Ridley, after finally gaining your composure, and some other guy, uh, air quotes, dying because he doesn't actually die at the end. He had a, it was dumb. Um, you find out that there's a secret secret sector where they're breeding Metroids. It's like, oh no, Metroids are the bad thing that we want to not have exist anymore because they're a really powerful weapon in the wrong hands. 
So you're going down to the <laughs> Sector Zero, and you and you come across a baby Metroid. And she's like, oh, the baby, just like the other baby. But also, I'm going to shoot this now, but then you don't shoot it because somebody <laughs> shoots you in the back. And your suit and her suit malfunctions and gets all glitchy and she's all like, Oh no, I'm weak and helpless, help me. And who shot you? and then the guy who shot you in the back shoots the baby Metroid with an ice gun and it freezes and dies. Why would um, why would he prevent her from It's Adam. Oh And Adam is like and she's like, Why did you shoot me? It's like because I had to take away your agency for this scene? To make me look more heroic by comparison, what? when I go and explode myself in Sector Zero so that all the Metroids die. Why do you need to do that? Because they can't be frozen. But you just froze. They can't be frozen. But I. What, what about you? They can't be frozen. So I'm going to blow them up. Bye. She's like, but. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> you go to. 50 seconds. You go to the final area and you're like, hey, um, is. You find another another survivor, and she's like, "Hi, my name's uh, Madeline Bergman. I thought I already met you. No, I'm actually that's um, the that's her name is Melissa Bergman. She is the android with an AI patterned after Mother Brain. We're trying to use to control the Metroids, Just, but I was nice to her and treated her like uh, I'm her mom, and she was my little baby girl. And so we are. She she's she went seconds. crazy when she we she was trying to." be taken away and now she's going to try and destroy the entire galactic civilization and she's like oh this was not part of the plot earlier um what about the guy that was trying to kill everybody what do you mean he doesn't matter no the first half of this entire game we were talking about trying to stop the deleter who's that we don't care about that we care about this now we care about mommy issues oh that's time's up time's up did you you okay i will live let you have five minutes to rant but you gotta rant Anyway, so I have been. So you like, there's an anti-climax where you just aim your gun at the AI lady and she gets shot by other people who show up and are like, hi, we're the military. We don't like you. So Sam, like the whole, like Sam is just like, okay, you don't get to do anything in this story. Exactly. She is a passive person, barely a wrong. She's really passive. Which is like long for the ride. Which is like a r interesting you, choice for a video game where you're supposed to play as the main character. Here's the here's the other thing. <laughs> she does not shut the hey this uh, is expletive a... up. She is constantly she just internally talks, monologuing. She like monologues the entire in constant internal monologues. Like, <laughs> what I, is this game? It it is awful, and it is nothing like why I play Metroid. <laughs> And Samus has what? an internal monologue? Constantly. Everything she looks at when you could just... She, she looks at the bird and she's like, Oh, look at that creature who is taking advantage of the things that I See, do. See, every now and again... <laughs> okay, so like my limited impression of like Japanese artistic expression in media is like sometimes you have something that's just like brilliant. Like your... Um, I don't know. Like your uh, Full Metal Alchemist or your like Studio Ghibli movies. And then you'll just have something that just sounds like somebody just started talking to themselves in a bus and just never <laughs> stopped. And like every time somebody checks in to see if it's making any sense at all, it's just like completely incoherent. So, so here's the other part of it, right? The story is bad, to put it nicely. Uh -huh. um, how does it play, though? It's a video game, right? It is a 3D action platformy type of game that you play with a sideways Wiimote. <laughs> 
God. It is one thing to play like a 2D platformer with a sideways remote, but you're playing a 3D game by the guys who made the Ninja Gaiden reboot <laughs> with three buttons and a D-pad. Oh, That oh. is fewer games than Super mm. Metroid or the Game Boy Advance Metroid games got. <laughs> oh. And it's a Wii game, so motion controls. Oh, no. <laughs> so you can't shoot... Bowling. You can't shoot missiles normally. You just mash button one to like fire your gun. You have to point the remote at the screen and charge to <laughs> and shoot missiles. This is missiles. like side scroller, and then it goes first. No, it's like third person, kind of over the shoulder thing. Oh, that's really camera. annoying. You're telling me. <laughs> hmm. And oh, I was gonna say something else about motion control. Oh, there are these bits where okay. So, one thing I love about the Metroid series is the, like, storytelling through the environment, right? Where you'll be in an area, it's like, oh, the background kind of tells a story of what this used to be or where we are. Somebody, this game feels like a, a demonic game of telephone somebody played. But the guy at the <laughs> end was like, oh, telling story through the environment? Okay, we will have segments where we lock you in a first-person position, and you have to point the Wii Remote at the screen to scan the screen, but there are, like, three pixels that are relevant, and so we got to wait till you scroll over those three pixels and press the button before <laughs> we continue the cutscene. It's like, you're breaking up the cutscene, which is already breaking up the gameplay, to give me gameplay that is not interesting. It is a, where is Waldo? But Waldo is three green pixels on green grass. <laughs> My head hurts. I, it's dumb. Why push a button when you can shake a stick? Well, you are aiming with the <laughs> with the Wii remote, which already. you know, as we know from such classics as modern as Call of Duty World at War uh, for the Wii, that aiming first so person anyway, is brilliant on a Wii remote. That is just the scraping the surface of why it's bad. It's pretentious it requires knowledge of things for things to be begin to make sense let alone be good it doesn't know like in in like one minute infusion right when you nickname your computer adam when it turns out it's actually adam she talks about adam like he's this great war hero and this great man she looks up to he's an abusive stepdad (laughs) in this game and it's not cool and people are like, and I've heard that like, oh, that's just the English translation because the director who only speaks Japanese decided he had to be a control freak and direct the English voice actors. And so it's like, maybe it was just the translation. You retranslate the story, it's less bad. Yeah, but less bad doesn't mean good. <laughs> it's still an unfocused mess that tries to do everything and nothing. <laughs> Ten seconds. Anyway, there you go. Play it. It's a great game. I love it. Ten, no. ten out of ten. <laughs> wow. There you go. There's my other M rant. Okay. I had that one. You got loaded. five extra seconds for that. So. Well, you gave me five extra mi- minutes. minutes. Sorry, not seconds. <laughs> you got five extra so what, minutes. So what, what do you guys want to rant about? Because I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm feeling. I haven't this figured. This time you get ten minutes. I haven't figured out something yet, so I'll let All you right. go next. I'll go next. What are you ranting about? Here, you, you know? run the time. Actually, okay. if you want to turn on that TV, which you can audibly see, I can put the timer up on there. So it's ooh, the timer see. on the audible TV. Yeah. He's pushing buttons. He's pushing the buttons. He's plugging the oh, things the in. Right. He's is. turning that on. Now there's a timer. Oh, that freaking nope. Hold no, on. There isn't. Hang on. Oh, there's a timer on the big timer. Screen. Make it big. 
Make it really big. Oh, yeah, that's a big timer. Audibly setting the timer. Uh, take, make it 10, not uh, freaking, 15. How do I, like, change this? This is. Uh, I think you have to make a new timer. Oh, and you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, uh, plus, right click. Right. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Do okay. 10 minutes. 10 minutes. All right, I'm not going to give you any synopsis of anything i'm just gonna rant well i, I had to give the synopsis <laughs> to okay time properly starting rant okay, okay it's my I'll, turn I'll, I'll reset well okay 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 go. starting now okay i'm gonna rant about the star wars uh, trilogy sequel trilogy by disney yep. gosh i hate it so much okay first off first order what is this, <laughs> this is what the heck I love it. i'm gonna try not to swear um it's <laughs> just have random, first random swears in there for fun anyway. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Yeah, but who is the Force Order and why did they happen? First, like what? Okay, so we get yours. to episode... No, Nathan, this is mine, not yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so end of episode six. The Rebels have beaten the Empire and and Luke returns his dad to the good side and everything's great and He's then they go la 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 oh wait no no that's the uh first one um, <laughs> anyway. no no it's it changed it in the remakes whatever everyone's super happy they're done and luke is allegedly supposed to you know like re institute the jedi order you know and chain train new jedi and, and be a well-written character be a well-written character <laughs> and then there's oh it's the first order we're and uh you guys are the resistance even though you're in power it's like wait what what happened to the empire what happened to the rebels what happened to the new republic but but where'd they go? And I guess there is a new republic, but apparently the new republic who's in power isn't actually in power. And they, the people, they just kind of suck. The remnants of the faction that got destroyed and, and the emperor was thrown down a flipping mine shaft or whatever. It's Not mine reactor. shaft. Reactor, reactor shaft. Because, you know, radiation is just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have a reactor shaft in your throne room. What are you talking about? And, and anyway, so... Think about it. Uh, just oh man uh just like okay so why is it that the em- remnants of the empire become this super duper even more powerful even though they were just defeated utterly become this first order with we got an even bigger death star that shoots five planets instead of one it's because we need an antagonist because oh. in like the in like the canon up until that point like there were little scattered pieces of the empire like individual commanders kind of went off and did their own little thing but little scattered disorganized huge. like somehow became like uber powerful and controlling the galaxy uh-huh. and no. then and then because because the because rebel slash resistance automatically means good guy now these days. See, yeah, why, 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 See, is, the why resistance... is the Repub- the new republic who's in power called the resistance? Well, it's not that, they're not getting help from the republic though. They're wouldn't, just the resistance because I don't know. Wouldn't because... the first order be the resistance since they're not in power technically, even they though they're be. more powerful? We can't call it the rebellion. You have to just do a light rebrand. Uh, like to do the separatists. The resistance. The resistance. Nobody's uh, French though. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Pardon my French, but and don't. 
Oh, man. Well, I, this is what yeah, it's for. Get you started. Okay. Get, get me started, started on Poe. Gosh. Or what's his name? No. No, Finn. Uh, Finn. Not Poe. Poe is a mispotential nothing burger of a character. Poe and Finn are the gay lovers. I mean, the, I'm... Uh, They're not. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> it's Finn hinted. could it's have hinted. been interesting. Anyway. But he wasn't. A stormtrooper who changes his ways could have been an interesting story, but then halfway through the second <sighs> movie, they're like, okay, nothing interesting happens to him. Yeah. Well, I didn't really like his character in the first place because he's just, they always have to make the like the main, if especially if he's a dude, they got to make him a goofball. He's just a goofball. And he just does, he's super annoying. He doesn't do anything right. And he's like, oh, I was the cleaning guy with a gun. On the Death Star or whatever, I don't know. No, no, Star Killer Base because On we have Star to pay Killer homage to the original name of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And anyway, so then, oh, and then that brings me to uh, the second movie where they introduce what's her face, um, Rose. Rose was like the character. Oh, I thought Holdo. Finn, even worse, but female. Just the oh, well, when I first saw her, I time. thought. Okay, Ro- who is this Rose girl? And she looks, she, she seems like a, a someone who's like, who like won a get to be in the next Star Wars movie if you write the best fan the essay about Star Wars. The most important thing about her is that her sister died in a tactically stupid bombing run. The only important thing she ever did was ruin Poe's character arc. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was ruined, in my opinion, from the beginning. Why have a self-sacrifice when you can smooch for no reason? I know. I, and then not smooch about for the entire to, next movie. He's about to save everybody. I would have respected that movie And way rid more us of like. his stupid character at the same time. And then Rose goes, I'm going to stop you from saving the day. Boom. Oh, why'd you do that? Because I love you. And I and at that, that point, that coming. I'm like, just turn off the movie now. I'm in the theaters. Just just turn it off now. This is oh, you like just hot ride everything. Just run up into the, <laughs> why couldn't you have both food. died in that crash? <laughs> I would have respected to... the movie slightly more if they had got if they just followed through and had Finn sacrifice himself and actually die and have consequences in the movie. You know? That would have been made me at least somewhat happy about the movie. Like that coupled with Luke Skywalker dying for some reason at the end was just like, but why did he why did he why did he die? Because, why did he die? He's, because he's a well written character. <laughs> If Mark Hamill hates a star, if Mark Hamill hates the movie, you know something is wrong with the movie. Oh yeah, like listen to anything Mark Hamill says about it. He's like, I just did it for the money. This is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. Yeah, but they pay really, really good. <laughs> but they, pay they, really they, good. they paid me him to get his name on but, the poster but, but, for but the first movie. BB8. But he was only in the last thirty seconds of the first movie. <laughs> BB8 and Porgs. Porgs. Oh man! I mean, they're not. I don't think they're the problem. No, they're, they're acceptable. They're they're the Ewoks of this movie. It's okay. Fine. Next, just okay. I but I, I read. I, so I so I read some some fan books or whatever the the Young Jedi Knight series. Yep. And I thought that was a really good way to sequelize the original trilogy, where Han and Leia have kids, and they mm-hmm. go off and become Jedi with their uncle Luke, and it's pretty fun, and they have some adventures. But instead, 
Luke's school goes haywire, and then Luke's just like, I give up. And and then Han and Leia do have a son who goes to try to be a Jedi, but then he's just an emo guy who's like, Grandpa, I will follow your legacy even though you became a good guy at the end. And Nobody tell him. Did no one tell him he was a good guy? Literally meaningless as a character. That too. Freaking Snoke. Who the heck? Who who are you? It's like, oh, look at this big twist I'm putting here. I'm Ryan Johnson. <laughs> and then he kills him and he's like, okay. Now what? But who was he? And why? <laughs> and why was he? And what? And then that left J.J. Abrams to make up something wholesale to in passing explained away like, in the third it's like he's like what the heck do i do about episode nine while watching avengers endgame in theaters and then he basically just rewrote avengers endgame to be <laughs> less interesting and star wars okay. this isn't the trilogy Hang on. this is an argument between two directors this about what i only star have wars a minute is. 30 left and this is still my rant okay now movie three i'm just gonna skip ahead to the part where they're on the d- dark planet with with all the dark people or whatever they're like Oh, oh, we're Whoa. here. And oh, the big bad guy was Palpatine the whole time. He's still alive, guys. Look, look wow. at all these Star Destroyers out of nowhere. Look at We made all these Star Destroyers and, and recruited and all They're all Death Stars. All the, all the Star Destroyers are Death Stars. <laughs> and we recruited all the people to willingly crew all these Death Stars somehow, even though, like, what? How many? It makes sense, okay? How, what? It's a well character and then there's all the, the aren't they like in some sort of arena or something there's a bunch of like strike dark, me down there's all these dark there's Sith, like Sith dudes watching where, oh, force dyads exist you guys are one uh, Ben's good now uh, yeah and she kisses you and and he dies because that was uh, totally appropriate yeah anyway also we haven't even touched on the the force how 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 Ray is? Yeah, force healing. She gets to f- grab now, lightsabers from the past. To and be fair, from some of those things people. existed in expanded universe, well, but they didn't take any time to like explain George, them or introduce them. In the- she can do this now because she's special. Well, why is she special? Do you want five more minutes? Um, no, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> Zero. We, we, the thing is, we were all familiar with um what went on there we didn't need the extra five minutes for exposition purposes yes uh be all end all 10 out of 10 watch the movies hate (laughs) hate them with me you could do the hobbit trilogy if you haven't thought we we did a whole episode about that right but did you rant about no we we compared we compared how the movies failed versus the book okay that's I was going to. That was my second choice I, if I, I didn't rant about how, Star Wars. I also mentioned how the how the old cartoon kind of got it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, in I, some ways. In <laughs> some ways, I watched it recently actually, and it it leaves a lot out. It's it just does. like it, it just skips a We're lot. We're not talking but, about that. Hey, at least it doesn't add some stupid love, forbidden love thing between an elf You've and a dwarf who never Shut had up. anything. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I, you got five, extra five I, minutes. I did. I did. But you're ranting you about got, something else entirely. I had to finish my rant. I wasn't yeah, done. Well, you weren't even ranting. So. <laughs> you I, were the I only was explaining. explaining. <laughs> Gosh. It, it was, it, what am I going to... Let's see. Can you rant for 10 minutes about something? Pause uh, now. Actually, no, no. I, I, I think I got this. Um, oh. Okay, I'm going to hit the thing. 
All right, ready to go. Olympus Has Fallen is one of the dumbest movies I have ever watched. Never seen it. I have one. Don't. Okay. It's bad. Is that does that have Mel Gibson in it? No, oh, it's Mel- got uh, okay. it's got what's his face from Three Hundred. Um, God. G- Garrett Breton. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, he plays God in. Uh, have Denzel Bruce Almighty. No, no, that's Morgan Freeman. Yeah, and yes, Morgan he's in it. in it. Yes, he's in it. But <laughs> what what I say? Uh, the guy from it's got the guy from Three Hundred in it. Morgan Freeman is not in Three Hundred. Yes, he is. No, he's, he's not. the one who goes. This is. Sparta! No, no. What's his oh, freaking? What's his name? Um, anyway, so this dude, John Cleese. No, <laughs> it's my rant, damn it. Um, okay. <gasps> uh, yeah. Okay. So Olympus is Aaron, Aaron. No, that's the president. Oh. Like the main, the main character guy. I just looked up the Wikipedia. He's like, he's got Gerard like, Butler. Gerard Butler. There we go. That's okay. So Gerard Butler. Movie opens. He's like, you know, working in the Secret Service. He's the head guy. And the president's at Camp David during a snowstorm. He's like, okay, we got to go to this thing. And then the presidential limo goes off of his bridge and the first lady dies, but everybody else lives. And it's it's kind of a whole thing. And because of the, the situation, like, um, Gerard Butler is like, okay, I can't be on the Secret Service anymore because I feel like I failed, even though it was a complete accident. That's not even the dumb part. Okay. All right. So. Vague conflict with North Korea, as is, you know, the way America do. Um, and one day, uh, the president's at the White House and is like, oh, the ambassador for or the South Korean president is here. Cool. Um, he's visiting, talking about, yeah, North Korea sucks. And uh, this uh, AC-130, which to those who don't know is it's this, a plane. It's a plane with a bunch of freaking guns on it. Nice. Starts. Um, takes off from this airfield and starts making a beeline for the White House. You mean a plane line? No. <laughs> and, okay, there are multiple things off the bat that just are stupid. All right, first of all... No one um, flies a plane. No, I'm going to nerd out about a military stuff for a little bit because it's <laughs> the solid cast. Man, it's your thing. Okay, so the, uh, these are details I care about. So the, this thing is basically... So if anybody's ever played like Call of Duty 4, the first modern, the very first Modern Warfare game, you know, there's a little mission where you fly around in one of these things and you're, you can switch from like the big cannon, a medium cannon, and a Gatling gun to dumb it down a little bit. <clears throat> this thing's just got a couple Gatling guns at it that don't move uh-huh. and like they just point straight out. Okay. All right. Here's where we have problems. So what, what happens in restricted airspace, such as Washington, D.C. and the National Mall, yeah. is they scramble fighter jets when a plane violates that, that airspace. So what would ordinarily be done is they would go a little bit off the wing and like above and behind the plane uh-huh. and try to get, come forward slowly, try to get their attention, try to get them to change course. So this thing is in U.S. Army markings. Obviously, it's been hijacked. They should, should just just shoot the dang thing down to begin with if it's not responding. Uh-huh. So turns out, ooh, these little North Korean... Okay, I don't want to sound racist, but these North <laughs> Korean guys are on board. They've hijacked this plane, and so they just shoot... Okay, with these immobile Gatling guns, these two fighter pilots who are guarding the airspace of the national capital fly at just the right spot where they can both be shot down <laughs> by these fixed machine guns that pop out. <laughs> and they're just like, oh no, the fighter, we only have two fighter jets to protect the capital of the United States. Anyway, 
So this thing starts <laughs> flying around Washington, D.C., unopposed. It just starts mowing down people in the streets. It's a bloodbath. It's a distraction. Emergency services are everywhere. And then a bunch of these, uh, okay, the oh. movie's kind of racist. These Asian tourists don't have cameras in their bags. Well, they do at first. They pull out machine guns and just start mowing down the Secret Service like nothing. Easy. And there's like this concrete truck or, or this dump, this um, this this garbage truck that has a machine gun in it. Oh boy, machine gun. And so all the Secret Service people start running out one by one and just keep getting mowed down by this thing like they've never done any sort of tactical training in their lives. Sounds like a perfectly you, laid plan. Yeah. See, <laughs> like you know what you know what would definitely happen? Like they would just run straight into machine gun fire. That would totally happen. <laughs> oh, uh, and the snipers got shot off the roof. Okay, it comes up later in the movie that there's like this secret like anti-air weapon sitting in the basement of the White House. <gasps> oh. Guess what they didn't pull out to shoot the damn AC-130 <laughs> out of the sky at the beginning of the movie. Oh, this extra special weapon. Okay, anyway. So, <laughs> a secret service are apparently complete idiots. Like all 100, 200 of them or something just get mowed down by like 15 North Korean dudes, right? Have you seen pictures of North Korea? No. It's like, imagine getting frozen in the 1950s. Oh. Yeah. Well, I've seen like the picture of like on a map of North Right, Korea. but it's just like, okay, they, <laughs> they, they're not capable of anything remotely like this. Another stupid thing. They just completely ignore protocols in general. All right. So the, oh, I bumped the mic. The president is oh. like, okay, oh, we're under attack, sir. We got to get you into the bunker. He's like, okay, but the South Korean president's guy's coming with. That's not protocol, sir. Just bring him with. No. In an emergency situation, the Secret Service does what they do to protect the president. They don't, like, the president doesn't just, like, give orders and they, they have to listen to him. That's not how it works. Uh-huh. Um, also, they bring everybody with. They bring, like, the vice, the vice president and, like, all these staff people with them. Uh-huh. And the North Korean ambassador and his staff with them. Turns out, or, or sorry, the South, South Korean, Korean president with them. Turns He's out one of the soul. security detail is actually the secret agent for the North Korean government. So he kills the two Secret Service agents in the bunker. <laughs> oh my And God. like takes everyone hostage. Oh no, the president has been taken hostage. All the Secret Service are dead. And only Gerard Butler can sneak into the White House and save the day. <laughs> And they do this all in time before the army can respond and get to the White House. And there's this huge long standoff and Gerard Butler has to save the day. So a lot of dumb has to be tolerated for this movie to happen. <laughs> like at least in London Has Fallen, which is the sequel, is somewhat plausible because you have like this double agent in the in the you know, British like secret service and like MI5 or whatever that like betrays all these national leaders. And Mm -hmm. it's somewhat more plausible, but just like, okay, imagine if everybody in the United States armed forces and secret service sucked at their jobs to the point where it's comic, like comically bad. Mm -hmm. It sounds like they want to die hard in the white house, but then worked backward from there to justify it. Yeah. It's actually a similar problem I have to Air Force One, where it's just like, imagine if the security team for the president sucked. But Harrison Ford. Right. Harrison this is, this Ford. doesn't even have Harrison Ford. <laughs> it's irredeemable. It's it just, just has two face with one face. Well, at least Star Wars had Harrison Ford but yeah. for, <laughs> for like one movie. One movie. <laughs> I, like said, the suspension of disbelief necessary for this movie is like annoying and irritating to me because particularly you, if you're a stickler for details and yes military stuff like that yes absolutely <laughs> so and it's the sort of thing where it's like sure you shouldn't need to 
understand or be a nerd about uh, military protocol. But also, if you know it, you shouldn't. Everything's just wildly incompetent. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this, like, okay, the, the, there's like this anti-aircraft system that the um, North Koreans hijacked, like I mentioned earlier, which the president didn't use to protect the White House because apparently a couple of anti-aircraft missiles, oops, they have flares. <laughs> Imagine an airplane in like 20, whatever it is, having flares. It's not like those have existed since 1940s. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, to, to deter like heat-seeking missiles and stuff. So like okay yep. well I guess we're only going to shoot two anti-aircraft missiles and not bring out these this totally specified thing so when the Navy SEALs come to break into the White House oops they all got shot down <laughs> we didn't know about this thing sitting in the White House that we totally should have and just sent people in blindly to die why do you have missiles in the White House in the first place well to protect the White House like I'm sure there's defense systems in the White House but imagine if everything sucked and we just wanted to okay the action's kind of fun. But I spent, I watched this movie twice for some reason. And the second time I was like, maybe it wasn't as bad as I remember. And the whole time I was just fuming like, no, this is exactly how I remember See, it. This I remember, sucks. I watched it once. It must have been late. It was just, I turned my brain off and watched the guns go. Yeah. I didn't think about it. Yeah. But now that you mentioned it's like, oh yeah, that's dumb. It's just a lot of stupid. So much stupid. Watch those guns. They're going pew, 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 pew. Yeah. So I guess I didn't think I'd have 10 minutes, but... There you go. You had about 10 minutes worth of rant. It is 10 minutes. Olympus Has Fallen is stupid. (laughs) Very stupid. Go watch it. I hate it. (laughs) 10 out of 10. (laughs) 10 out of 10. (sighs) 10 out of 10 awful sauce. Yeah, like, I need to, like, cleanse my mental palate and go watch... um, uh, Black Hawk Down or something to wipe it out of my memory. That's a good war movie. The new Top Gun again. I that can do that. A good one. Maverick. I have not seen Maverick. It's good. But yeah, there's there's my timer. So um, yeah, actually, that's something we should talk about on the black, uh, on the podcast. Maybe I'll have, to put that, I'll have to put that on the list. I'll is, have to uh, watch it at some point. Sure. It's so good. I have to put. It's even better than the first one. Black Hawk Down on our list. I think that would be worth talking about. So, what is good in all our rants? <laughs> we had to let it out. <laughs> We're processing it. We already we already did all the truth. The truth is huh? that it sucks, and you should never and en- en- uh, engage with these ten out of ten. It shows us what a movie should not be. Or like Hawk Down. It's like there, in all three of these examples, there is so much like m- incompetent, incompetent storytelling. In- yeah, it's like they they had a thing they wanted to do. They had like a couple ideas, hmm. and then built everything around it to justify it. Yeah, it's like you start you, you work. Which, to be fair, there are some great movies that are built like that. Like but they use competent logic to get to those points. Mm-hmm. Like what if, um, like what if every like okay so, like somebody was pitching a movie like okay. What if the White House got taken over by terrorists? That would never happen, right? But what if it did? That would never happen, right? But what if it did? Shut up. <laughs> Right. Okay, I've said this about a lot of things, but like whether it comes to advertisements or movies or whatever creative media, there needs to be that person in the room who can say without backlash and like has authority to like, no, that's stupid. And we're not doing it. (laughs) Somebody in every boardroom has to be that person. No guy. No, that's dumb. Get out. (laughs) The guy who throws the other guy out of the third guy out of the window. Yeah. (laughs) And that's actually the thing that happened with Other M, where the director, Yoshio Sakamoto, who had been with the series since like Super Metroid, so was like, hey, he should know his stuff. He was like, 
I have full creative control. Um, I don't like that she hasn't been able to talk because then people can read between the lines. What the heck is a silent protagonist? What? <laughs> that but sounds here's silly. The thing. If you read between the lines, you might misunderstand her character as being interesting or so well-written. She has to dictate every aspect of her character to you or else how could we possibly know? We, we, we need tell to, don't show that's what they always say yes we need to tell her about her mommy issues with the with the metroid and her daddy issues with adam and ignore all the rest of her backstory but only people can't make them. inferences that's crazy talk <laughs> but, but i also feel like the opposite thing happened with the uh star wars sequel trilogy where it's like jj abrams Money. had his direction we can't, and ryan johnson had his direction and they had could not agree we can't like, tell a new story with star wars how would we get people to watch it <laughs> just tell the old story over again. No, we say everything that was g- good about the old stories was actually bad and subvert their expectations. And but but no, they want the old. They want the emperor to come back, and they want all these classic things: Star Destroyers, blowing up planets. It was, it was an argument yeah. about what Star Wars actually is between two directors, and neither of them get it. And nobody asked for it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, okay. You have there, your there fans a- of the sequel trilogy, and I say to them, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but that's like enjoying eating um, like eggplant. Uh, my mom enjoys eggplant. She's not listening to this. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> well, I have one more thing to say about Star Wars. The, Go ahead. The second movie we're at, they're at that dumb like casino place they're like but the animals they gotta save the animals we gotta save the animals oh no that's relevant hey everybody's slowly getting shot to death by uh, like on our ship back on the the world's slowest spaceship chase yes like the whole movie i was like oh this is an interesting way to start off the movie and well, like the that's whole the thing, entire movie. the entire movie is just slowly, <laughs> boom, they're too far away. Boom, we're going to die when our fuel runs out. Boom, go get fuel. Okay, we are, we're going to do this daring plan. And then Holdo is just like, <laughs> I'm going to make you think I'm evil for 10 minutes for no reason. <laughs> no, that, because the boys in this movie are dumb, right, Leia? You know, George Lucas invented Star Wars because he saw 2001 A Space Odyssey and said, that's cool, but slow. What mm-hmm. if the ships went fast? Yep. <laughs> And then they decided in episode eight, hey, what if the ships went really, really slow? <laughs> but, but like, because all the escape pods and other ships coming and going from them are going very fast and can get to this one very slow chase sequence without getting shot down. One of the tragedies of the sequel trilogy is like the, I mean, the design and like visual effects and the, and like the soundtrack and like all the creative energy and work that went into making the movies, like going to practical effects, having mm-hmm. Puppet Yoda, all that stuff, was wasted on this terrible idea. Uh, because it's visually good. stunning. Like, there's all... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, this shot where, like... Hyperspace into the Star Destroyer? That's kind of cool looking. Yep. Yeah, and seeing real... And Holdo died. That was great. I like that scene. Yeah. Pink, pink hair girl bus. Joins died. the dinosaurs she loves so much. Uh... I thought oh and then don't forget Mary Poppins Princess Leia (laughs) yeah because that's totally not insensitive after the actual actor died I think well this the the second the the second like at episode 8 like didn't she die after that during post-production I think she was dead by the time it came out in theaters okay oh she survives the events of this movie 
um, that's awkward. Yeah, that, that, I remember that feeling a little <laughs> yeah. jarring. Like I can I can understand from like a movie production standpoint why they couldn't just like about face and change that. But, but also I, a little insensitive, I think. Of yeah. course, I think it would have also been insensitive. They, <clears throat> they blew a chance to have Han, Leia, and Luke all together. They they blew a chance. They blew. They. Mm. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> There it was. There, was there, uh, there, everybody feel catharted? Um, I thought I had one more, but I can't remember. So, well, that was that was. We did a salt cast. We get yeah. to use that bumper. That's my favorite bumper. Roll yeah. the bumper. Do it, yeah, play it again just for fun because we've never done this before. Yes, you get. Uh, you get double bumpers. Double the bumpers. Play it episode. again. Play it again, Sam. Um. So I hope you liked it. We did a lot of yelling, or didn't like. Oh, <laughs> well, we we turned we, off. We got pretty fired up. It's it's a rant. It's a salt cast. Yeah. I hope I hope this was uh, cathartic for you as well. Whether <laughs> you had strong feelings about Metroid Other M or, or the uh, sequel trilogy or or uh, uh, Olympus has, has fallen. fallen. Yeah. <laughs> should we just should this be the format for salt cast? We find three things, like a couple things to rant about, and then yeah. take turns. I think that worked out. Where we it, had like the little timer going for the yeah. Yeah. Also, it's hard to rant for a full like episode length. It mm-hmm. turns out. Yeah. We should try the timer things for synopses on our <laughs> yeah. on our regular episodes. Make a note of that. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Make a note. <laughs> Speaking of notes, um, anything anybody else has to add before we wrap things up? Um, weird spot to bring it up, but if you're listening, hi Noah. <laughs> Oh, my, hello. My, mom, my mom has been listening to to the episode. Sorry, we're yelling. No. We're, you're probably yeah, we, trying we to go to bed. We yelled a lot in this one. There may have been. Don't 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 repeat those. <laughs> we tried. We, we were we were carefulish. Yeah. James did it the most, actually. Well, yeah. Tell it him. I'll I'll need to do a little post <laughs> if, on this. If you want to keep up with future salt casts, uh, where can they find? If, us? If, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's fine. My kids are not going to watch Disney Star Wars cool beans well thanks for listening to the palladium papists you can listen to us on spotify stitcher and apple podcasts please leave a rating to let us know what you think of the show and follow us on twitter and facebook at palapapists if you have any questions comments concerns complaints or suggestions for future episodes email us at palladiumpapists at gmail.com and we will talk to you again next week bye bye goodbye